Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me along with Captain Patrick in the studio. We also have Barry the Boater connected via the web and even uh, with a more high-tech connection. Captain Rusty is even with us today. We have almost an entire World of Boating crew intact and ready to sail. So so what, Captain the- Rusty has sold all his million-dollar yachts that he had in inventory? Was that true, Rusty? It's close. It's, it's, it's so close. It's I, I'm concerned that I'm not going to have anything to sell here pretty soon. Aha. Uh-huh. So he's going to, sh- you know, sell the shirt off his back or something like that next. It, it's been so much fun. It, it, I mean, it's been it's been fun. He, he I'm, I'm been, having a great time. Yeah, he's, enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> I know, right? I, I understand. It won't last. But, but right, right now, why? it's fun. It's just the beginning of a... Uh, no, it's not. It's the beginning of the wave. No, it, we're, we're about midway through the wave. You think? Yeah. I don't believe it. I think he's uh, he's well on his way to conquering the world. No, that, and that there's bringing, no there's no well at least conquering Northeast Florida. <laughs> let's yeah. let's 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 put it in context, okay? And, and maybe ce- start maybe Central Florida coming soon. Maybe, yeah. Well, Barry the Boater, how do you feel about it? It's tax preparation weekend, and uh, Barry the Boater is a tax preparer oh is that that weeping sound i heard i think he's balled up in a corner right now (laughs) or on the floor in a fetal position uh, and decided to join us at least for an hour or so and as a form of boating therapy is that how you're getting through the weekend with us i look i look forward to boating i am really tired yes well i can understand that because this is a rough weekend for you Uh, yeah between Mm. people wanting to get their tax returns done before the 17th yeah and I'm just telling him I'm getting you an extension. I okay. don't want one, but you need it. I mean, how hard is it to add one plus one? I mean, that should be the easiest job in the world, I would think. It's just trying to find some sleep in between all of it. Uh-huh. Ah, sleep, schmeep. Well, that's where he, he gets the extension thing from. It's not that his uh, customers need it. It's Barry the Boater needs it. Yes. Understood. Okay. A- April's a tough month. Yeah. I mean, uh, Captain Rusty, what about you? Are your taxes kind of a mess? Because all the money you've been raking in over the last few months. Oh yeah, what? let's let's talk about that publicly on the air. So I'm sure nobody from the IRS is listening. <laughs> I, you know, I actually i I used to do it myself, and now the lady or the the firm that does the Jacksonville Marine stuff, I just send her all my stuff. I figure she knows. So makes sense I, of this. Oh uh, my god! I, I just send, I send her the stuff and go tell me tell me what I'm supposed to do. So yeah. I, I I always owe now and. That's that's what that's the difference. If you I've, I've learned, if you're getting money back, you file really early, and if you go on, you owe, you wait till like the last day. Well, absolutely. That means sure. if you owe, that means you're making crap loads of money, which explains why I've got no, a refund over the no, last twenty it means years. Under withheld. There you go. Huh? You under withheld. You that's didn't right. have enough withholding. Oh, I've always. Or you didn't find enough places to put that money legally. So well, that you don't have to to pay anything, and that's that's where if you're I know say, where I put it, but I don't think they'd want to come get it. If you know what I'm saying, 
Yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, now, Barry, in, in this particular uh, field, is certainly the expert. But, Rusty, I would think if you're just handing over piles of bills and receipts to an accountant and uh, letting them figure it out, yeah, you may want to maybe give Barry a call. I, he's got openings. So, <laughs> so Barry, maybe this afternoon you could hop on that since it is right. right I am going to be sleeping. Yeah, Barry loves uh, signing on new customers the day before uh, tax filing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they come knocking on the door. Yeah, please, Barry the boater. I heard you were in the world been of here boating. Since January first. Where has everyone been? Yeah. Well, I, I have a question for Rusty. Rusty, how? When talking about that, are you talking about the business having to owe, or are you talking about the income that you have made? as an employee of your own dealership have made it's it's some of both so our corporation is a uh an s corp right so so i end up having if the business makes money then because i have a partner daniel then whatever money it makes is considered our income even if we don't get it so then we have to take a dividend and pay for that does that sound right barry yeah, it's pretty much what you're taking is is you're paying for the profit on the S corporation. It flows to your personal tax return, and you don't necessarily take that money out during that year. So the company retains that earning, and then when it gives it to you, it's not taxable later on. So that sounds like a win-win to me. No, you're going to pay tax. You well, of course. Now, you pay <laughs> yeah. They're going to get you one way yeah. or the other, I understand. One of the it, things it you is. may want to do, though, is you may want to start paying estimated taxes so you don't get hit with estimated tax penalties. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I haven't done that yet. Look, well, at, look at that. I mean, uh, we, know, we just we just saved Rusty like $80,000. <laughs> Probably. At least a free boat or so for the world of you boating. You would think, right? Yeah. But he, he has sold so many boats, he could, he doesn't even have one to give us No, right he now. hasn't sold so many. He sold five Chris Crafts, but those boats are so expensive, <laughs> yeah. and rightfully so, that, that that's basically he's made he's made his, uh, his profit for the year. Yeah. And next year. It's good to be rusty. It, 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 it's helped. It's been nice. That, that, that line has definitely helped, uh, you know, add to the other ones that we were already doing. So no, no complaints. It, well, it, and, and I've had fun. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I'm let's be real. It's. For Rusty, it has not been about the money. Well, it's no. been about bringing the joy of boating no, and you're, to his uh, friends and, uh, you know. No, it's been about the money. And, and the money is a bonus. No, I, th- I think yeah. with, honestly, with Rusty, what, what I've seen is, you know, knowing his story and his background, that uh, this was something he got into. It was, it was a, uh, a labor of love, if you will. And I don't. Of course, we all would want to go into it and make money and not lose money and be out of business in a year. But Rusty has a genuine joy, uh, a love for boating, and where there are some dealers out there that even with a great product to sell, maybe like Chris Craft or something like that, that they just they're just in it for the money. So their customers don't get that 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 experience of the person who ha- owns the dealership and is personally involved with selling them that boat to kind of pass that on even if they're 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 experienced boaters you still that enthusiasm that he projects um is infectious and that's how you build 
brand loyalty. It's just not by selling a great product and you know you don't see the people again. It's by a genuine excitement, a genuine love, and having a genuine interest in the person that is buying that product from you and making sure that they have uh, the experience that you intend. He's everything that Captain Patrick isn't. That's oh, not true. Oh, I don't think that's so. Not, oh, that's not true? And, and, a, and a good yeah. listener is important, too. Huh? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. If Rust, if Rusty listens to the to the customer, and he points him in the right direction, that customer will be his for life. Okay. Well, I, I you know, he's well on his way, but he hasn't. Thank become, you for the compliments and advice. He, nice. He's still new enough to the industry where he hadn't become jaded, burned out, and crotchety. No, <laughs> he could have. He could have done that by now. Just just yeah. by his experiences with the jet boat, um, that could have happened. You know. Um, sure. But and then when you think about uh, Florida boat rentals, you know when he had that could have really gone in. another way and yeah. kind of turned him off. Well, what's but, the secret then? Uh, there, Rusty what, pie what? charts. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. Pie charts <laughs> is the answer. Okay. Are those blueberry pie charts? Yeah, no kind of flavor. <laughs> Barry, you don't know how he got the loan for his business. It's a great story because, <laughs> and this is true. I make fun of it, but he he actually took a pie chart a financial pie chart from the internet and put it in like with a one-page synopsis of the business and the bank just kind of handed him a blank check he's got charts he's approved <laughs> it was pretty it was, yeah the colors were nice it was pretty i don't know t- i don't know too many people who could have pulled that off but he did it <laughs> well that got you started uh rusty what has hey, maintained your uh you know your your, your energy your your you know love of voting money. I I, I I love the people in the industry in general. I mean, just the all the people as far as the manufacturers and the sales staff and marketing people for all these companies. That yeah, notice really he didn't mention anything about the world of voting people. But I mean, I've been here for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I've been celebrating anniversary a few weeks ago. You know, yeah, so true. that that's. It, it's fun and okay. all those things. I was thinking the other day, I do miss the world of boating when I used, before I was on the show, I would download it and listen to it when I travel. Right. And it was always nice, you know, and I, I can remember back all the different people you had from people from the Keys and everywhere else. Uh-huh. No, we don't, we don't talk about that person. I, I, I know. I know. Oh, there was more than one. Come on. <laughs> there was, there was a few, but it's, it was always, you know, and that was always just inner. Entertaining and fun and everything about to do about boating and so but now it I'm just really, like really blows is what you're saying or? no no I still I still am fascinated by the whole concept and thing and honestly the learning when you don't know anything when you go into like a boat dealership or whatever and you don't know anything everything you do is you're learning something new all the time yeah and that's a lot of fun okay so it always uh, a good boater is always learning I think that's uh, words that we can all live by uh, from Captain Rusty more coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hey, boaters. You know, there's a lot of things to consider when you're out on the water. But what about when you want to jump in it? Well, like for a snorkel or even a dive. That's just one reason why you, as a boater, should be a member of Divers Alert Network. Dan is your dive safety organization. However, many of the benefits you get from being a Dan member go far beyond in-water activities. Just by being a member of Dan, you get access to 24-hour Dan Travel Assist. This program provides evacuation assistant coverage up to $100,000 when you travel over 50 miles from home for both diving and non-diving injuries. 
When you consider it's just 35 bucks for individuals and 55 for entire families, it's kind of silly not to be a member of Dan if you like spending time out on the water. There's many more benefits, way too numerous to list here. So go to dan.org and get all the info. Whether you're into diving or not, see for yourself why it makes total sense for every boater to be a member of Divers Alert Network. That's dan.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast man i gotta give me one of these bad boys the upkeep alone would cost you millions you gotta crew it maintain it gas it this thing drinks five gallons a mile. Joe knows boats. That I do. I wish that we could sail our sad days away forever in deep blue seas of paper mache. When we join the yacht club. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me along with Captain Patrick Barry, the boater connected via the web, and also Captain Rusty. Uh, took a break in between us selling all these expensive boats to join us and complete the crew. Uh, uh, Do we get a sea monkey update? Uh, do you, you see them. Uh, would you like to comment yourself from your perspective there, Captain Patrick? No, I would not. Because they are in the studio. They are official mascots of the world of boating. That water's got to be getting pretty rank. No, it's uh, it's constantly being filtered by the sea monkeys. Sea monkeys <laughs> I think are the natural. sea monkeys prefer rank. Uh, no, they eat rank. That's how they yeah. grow. And you can see there's a bunch of them. We have an entire colony of sea monkey life in the World of Boating studio now. And uh, we don't get the webcam going right now where you can monitor their progress, but we'll get that up next time. Are you going to be uh, selling naming rights? What do you mean? To to our listeners. Are well, they, that for, one for, right there is for, Captain Rust. He no, looks no, just for, like you. For, for a fee, they could, they could adopt the sea monkey. I'm looking at revenue stream, Greg. I'm not sure if I want to give up any of our sea monkeys just yet to let people adopt them. Uh, they may be them. too young to give away. I mean, there's a Barry the Boater sea monkey. There's a Captain Patrick. There's a Rusty. And, and when you look at them, it's pretty obvious which one's which. Really? Yeah. You know, so, the, the so. one that's kind of fat, crotchety, kind of hairy, that one, that'd be you. <laughs> 
So, so the one that's the one that's swimming around in circles is Greg. Well, yeah, chasing, chasing his own tail. Correct. Well, I'm just kind of curious because since my head shaved bald yep. and I weigh 180 pounds, mm-hmm. it's everything you would want to be, not necessarily what you are. Fat and hairy. Well, I'm just saying. Look at him. No. Come on, you're yeah. bonding. Uh, I can see it in his eyes. If you could only see Captain Patrick, he's he's looking at uh, his particular sea monkey with a very loving type of expression. It may be the stupidest radio bit you've ever done. It's <laughs> it's not a bit, man. Oh this yes, is it real is. Life. This is creating life. Go with it, Patrick. Radio. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, Rusty because yeah, we haven't chatted talk. with him uh, for a while. Yeah, we haven't. So, Rusty, I got to ask you. With uh, okay. you know, we're coming up on very soon, uh, middle of the year model change. Yep, is uh, upcoming. So, two questions for you: uh, What do you see going into the 2019? Can you believe it? The 2019 model year uh, for, I guess, the premier brand that you carry, Chris Craft, and what do you see? in the upcoming year for Jacksonville Marine? I think in, and Chris Craft's really pushing their bigger boats more and more. You know, I, I think they're just looking at profit margin. I know one of their little 21-foot models, which was a classic uh, Chris Craft, I think they're going to quit carrying it this year, um, which has been around for a while. So they're they're focusing more on a little little bit larger they they came out with the launch 28 gt you know this coming year and so they'll be pushing it i'm not overly wild about that particular boat i don't think it looks like the classic chris craft style but you know they don't ask me so hmm. uh i like some of the others a little bit better but they're definitely going you know they're, i think they're pushing the limits as far as what they want to do on size and cost and they're trying to get the, that customer you know and and I've tried to buy 23 foot, that size range, 21 foot. And they, you know, I was always steered away from doing that because, you know, they go, well, you'll just make a lot more if you do the others. Until I was in the Orlando show when evidently everybody wanted a 21 or 23 foot uh, for the lakes there. Yeah. So, so next year, actually, what I'm, what I'm going to do, and I've, I've never considered doing it this way before, I'll probably order my boats ba- based on shows. That we're, you know, that we're going to. So I'll definitely have boats in Orlando that I normally didn't have at all this time. You know, a 30-foot boat in Orlando is nice, and people get them to go to the coast. But the people in Orlando, there's nowhere to put that boat. Uh, unless oh, there, there is, but most of the time it's not legal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take it from a guy who put a 41-foot yacht out on uh, Lake Conway. Oh, well, that's true. Are, you there know, rules? <laughs> Are there rules you can't have a certain size boat out yes. on the lake? yes. There, there so are, what, in Orange County. So you had a 41? There are rules. Oh. Uh, I, I can't, I can, it varies from municipality to mun- municipality. Um, I believe Orlando is, you're limited to 26 feet um, in length, but we put a, what is now our 46 foot sport coupe, it was the 4160 at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually launched at a public boat ramp and the city of Belle Isle did not appreciate us with the chainsaws cutting down tree limbs um, at the boat ramp so we could get the boat in. Hmm. Is, I can't is imagine that, why. Is that the only reason why they limit it? What do you think? What reason? Length. What's the reason for limiting the length of boats in the water? Yeah. Uh, tree limbs. Saying, I would I would imagine that you've only got so much room out on those lakes that 
you get to a certain size and a certain horsepower and it becomes a detriment to the other boaters that are out there, especially lakes that are you fish on and you have people out and you know bass boats and stuff like that. So um, that is in Orange County, um, the rule and it has been uh, for, for quite a long time, just like you're supposed to, you know, run your boat counterclockwise when you're pulling a skier and stuff like that, which nobody ever, you know, pays attention to or stay 100 feet, you know, off the shore. But what happens out on these lakes is people who are building their homes as more and more property, they take out more and more orange groves, they go out and they build these really long docks with boathouses. Um, before they get their permits and then of course the city comes in and says you can't have that and they said well you know i've already got it built so uh what's the fine and give me a variance and kind of a uh you know uh a wink bet- and a nod and that's uh, it better to ask for uh forgiveness and ask for permission mm-hmm. and yeah. then you wind up with these docks and boathouses that are so far out into the lake Again, for if you're skiing and stuff like that, it becomes an issue, especially at night if you're boating and they're not lighted. Um, you can wind up in trouble. Uh, and there's been incidents um, across the country, you know, all the time people going and running under docks and stuff like that because it's dark and they don't know where they're going and the dock is way, way far out into the waterway. So, yeah, you know, here in Orlando, to Rusty's point, you know, 30 footers would not be. A great boat to have but certainly the 21 uh 23s would definitely sell um whether it's out on the harris chain uh whether it's out on the butler chain or, or the uh, conway chain of lakes um it's definitely a a boat to have that makes boating out in that area a lot of fun and, and rusty i am i did look at the uh that 28 gt and i mm-hmm. kind of see uh, one i'm not crazy about the hard top Um, and and the way it's set up or the windshield it it goes away from that Chris Craft styling yeah I think it's it's not as sleek as you know as what they've done in the past yeah we'll pick this conversation up on the other side right here on the World of Boating you're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, and Captain Rusty rounding out the crew. Even Bill, the engineer, is threatening to uh, join us uh, as we navigate the latest boating news and information here today. We'll see how that uh, unfolds. But uh, Barry, uh, during the break, uh, said, hey, I I feel a little left out uh, with what Patrick was talking about water skiing. And what was your question, Barry? Uh, I had never heard that there was a rule that you took people water skiing by going counterclockwise. Yep. And I can speak to Orange County. Um, And if you go to most boat ramps, you're going to see that there is a sign at the boat ramp, which most people don't read. But on there, it's going to have, if especially inland lakes, if there's a size limitation for boats um, and then uh, rules and regulations regarding towing somebody behind the boat, whether it's a, on a water ski, a, a wakeboard, a tube. Um, and then there's uh, uh, time restrictions as well. So in, in the case of Orange County, uh, certainly when you're pulling a skier, you are supposed to pull them counterclockwise. And I don't know that 
I have a clear explanation for that other than common sense would tell me what side is the driver on in a boat traditionally is the starboard side. And if you're pulling somebody counterclockwise, that puts the driver close to the shore so they have better visibility of any obstructions or anything like that that they may encounter versus if they're on the other side. Hmm. Now, is this a like a law or a suggested this is practice? A, this is a law which is not widely enforced. Huh. Um, I've but, never heard anybody getting a ticket for something like that. Uh, all it takes is one time. Well, I know, but so, have, but have you? Have I so ever gotten is, a ticket for no. more? Have you somebody? ever heard of anybody getting a ticket for going the wrong way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a Florida law or Orange County law? This, to the best of my knowledge, this is Orange County. Again, it it can vary ah. from municipality to municipality as far as what you're allowed to do on their inland bodies of water and and that whether that be lakes or rivers so water skiing is one thing and then i'll tell you the others uh when we come back from the break fair enough that's next on the world of boating Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. I'm so sorry. Am I missing something? Where's your boat? Take me down to my boat on the river. If you're water skiing, make sure you're going counterclockwise. If you're in Orange County, Florida, according to uh, Captain Patrick, that's just good form. And yeah. I guess maybe the law. Not uh, not according to me. According not according to, to you? According to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Okay. And uh, Barry's looked this up, too. Is that right, Barry? Have you figured yeah, it out? And if you live in Colorado, uh, you're required to travel in a clockwise direction. While smoking. Hmm. What, what about be. Australia? Is it backwards? Australia, be backwards there are too. no rules. Just right. Uh-huh. Well, just like the <laughs> toilet water. Hey, I, I recognize that laugh. He thought it was funny. That's Billy, uh, Billy Engineers. I've been here there. the whole time. It's the first thing that was funny. Oh! <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world. He was waiting for the right moment. And uh, leave it to, that was uh, funny, though. For, good work, Patrick. Uh, it was Patrick or Barry? You were laughing. It was Patrick. He said, uh, just right. Ah, you were laughing at him, not necessarily with him. Uh, definitely laughing with him. Oh, okay. We'll go with that. Uh, Captain Rusty with us as well. Have you ever heard about this, you know, uh, water skiing counterclockwise thing, Rusty, or is this news to you, too? You know, it, it was due to me, and the only thing I could come up with, and you, you do the pilot thing, right, Greg? I do. You, you have been. And so, you know, when you're coming in to an airport, they make you all go in the same pattern. Maybe that's True. what they're doing water skiing to make sure they don't collide. They, they're all yeah. going the same direction. Well, instead of, so. I, I see the logic of it. Don't get me wrong. I just had never right. heard that it was that a, a law. Again, yeah. I, I would. I still subscribe to the. You're on the. You're driving from the starboard side on on most boats that are going to be on lakes. I mean, there are center consoles out, but mm-hmm. let's say majority are going to be starboard side console, and that puts you to the land side. So again, your visibility of any obstructions. Um, is a lot greater than if you were going in the other direction. Um, so it's better to, in my opinion, it would be better to be on that side mm-hmm. than having to look across the boat. 
um, for any obstruction or anything like that. So you've got that. You've also got, and again, it, it varies from municipality to municipality, state to state even. Yeah. I have Barry, Barry found in Alaska, um, over the age of 11, if you're water skiing, you don't need to have a PFD because probably if you fall into water, you're going to be dead mm-hmm. in a couple minutes anyway. Oh, yeah, but you'll be frozen and cryogenically preserved. Yeah. And easily well, you'll float, too, if you're frozen, like an ice cube. Okay. Well, there's so that. They'll find you right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we'll so, see. We're we're learning uh, all kinds of stuff well, today. Well, I, I guess what it really shows, Greg, is we take it for granted that boating rules and regulations are the same, or we just don't bother learning them for the body of water that we're going to be boating on. So it, it you can get yourself into trouble um very quickly orange county i mean you're you can uh water ski uh from one hour one half hour after sunset to one half hour before sunrise um you need to they frown on uh night skiing yeah oh okay just joe just kidding i may have done it from time to time hell you you know (laughs) were you wearing clothes uh, that rebel were you skinny dipping water skiing i was usually driving the boat Okay, and just watching the show. Yeah, I don't trust anybody else to drive the boat. Yeah. I drive the boat. I mean, if you're if you're holding flares, I mean, you got your hands on the rope, but you'd have to have a flare tied to you know parts of your nether regions or something, I guess. But if you had lights on the skier, would it still be uh, frowned upon? It's watch? still frowned upon okay. because again, uh, obstructions, you know, stuff floating in the water, you don't see it, and skier falls, you know, you they. You drop speed. You turn around to come pick them up. They're a lot harder to see yeah, uh, in the water. That at night. would be a problem. So mm-hmm. you've got that. And gators, of we course. Got gators in in Orange County. You need to have a wide angle uh, rear view mirror or a rear rearward facing observer. And more often than not, you see people out on the lake pulling skiers and tubers, and it's one person in the boat, and there's no mirror, and they've just they're doing the the, the head turned, you know, over their shoulder looking back at the person they're, they're pulling. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing that, you can't pay attention, of course, to the direction you're heading in. And again, that's when bad stuff happens. Yeah, understood. All right, well, I'm not going to water ski at night, and I'm not going to water ski um, clockwise, at least not in Orange County. Not in Orange County. Yeah. And you're not going to water ski naked forever, right? Well, never say never. <sighs> if it's I, during the day and you can see me, if you got it flaunted, That would be right? worse. Yeah. I do have a question for you, Greg. Yes. Um, as it pertains to dive flags and boaters. So in Orange County, um, vessels approaching within 300 feet of a diver's flag may only do so at idle speed. Uh, it's 100 feet in rivers, inlets, and navigable channels. So my, my question is, or the dilemma is this. For the recreational boater, gauging that distance is... I mean, I always subscribe to, I'll go wider than what I think I need to, Mm -hmm. uh, especially if I'm transiting up the coast, you know, coming uh, out of Miami uh, and then, you know, Fort Pierce and all that where you encounter a lot of people diving uh, right outside the inlet and stuff like that. Usually they're out in uh, Barry's boat. Uh, So wouldn't it be better, and this is just an idea, that the dive flag that you would know when if you had lettering on the flag – it, as soon as you can read that lettering, that's like a, uh, a the distance you need to be away from. Mm, do you, I don't know. You understand maybe. where I'm so going? I, I do. If you could read this, you're too close. Well, right. no. If you can read this, you are a proper distance 
from a potential diver in the water. Well, I think, it, it, like you said, or like Barry said, I think I would backfire. People go, hey, yeah. I can't read what it says. Let me get closer. Well, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's where you, if you make the lettering, I mean, really oversized, fluorescent nature to where it's, ah, it's too much trouble. If you see a dive flag, go the other way. Well, Simple you don't go the other way. I'm not heading back. Get away I'm not from going it. to Cuba. Well, you know, but, but, like but I said, go. I I tend to go way outside of any boat. But we've talked about this before. You know, some of the trouble that I've encountered is I'm moving at such a speed and not a great amount. But let's say I'm running 36 offshore, and let's say it's it's two two foot, three foot, gentle swells. But you've got usually a dive boat right outside the inlet is not a very large boat more often than not, unless it's a charter. So that boat is bobbing up and down. And that dive flag, I mean, how high are those supposed to be flown? Is there is there a... Well, they're supposed to be... The, the, the dive flags on the boat supposed to be 24 inches by 24. I right. know, but what at what height? Oh, what height? Well, are they supposed to be boat, If it's on the boat, if it's on the water on a, on a float, I think, what is it, 18 by 18 it's, on the flag? But, something but like that. You're, yeah, you're missing the smart. point. That's hard to see, especially well, course, in choppy right. water. So yeah. shouldn't there be a height that the flag should be flown at so that it's more visible to approaching boaters well when you see the professional boats you'll see they are up high and if you ever go out on my boat i have it on a long piece of pvc so i have it up way above the bimini but when when we go diving on the boat if if i'm following greg he is also towing his own flag in case we get separated too far apart right but 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 you guys are knowledgeable and responsible in that regard barry you as the operator of the vessel and greg certainly as a a dive master a dive instructor uh he's going to probably do a little bit more than what the well, average not necessarily i mean the rule is if you're a diver you got to stay close to your flag if you're right. too far away it, from even your if flag, you go beach diving yeah if, if you go off commercial boulevard uh by uh, lauderdale by the sea they have signs specifically posted that anyone that's going to go beach diving must have their own flag, and you'll see all of, all those flags out there early in the morning. Yeah, uh, do you, are there people that will go diving and not? without a flag? Yeah, I'm sure there oh, are, but it, they sure. they do that at their own risk, right? And just right. just like boaters on new bodies of water, and they don't pay attention to those signs, they don't right. bother to learn. But the, the, that's what we call stupid. So I, I guess my thing is, you could have a flag, the biggest flag you know possible, but if it's not at a certain height. It really doesn't do you any good, and it doesn't do an approaching boater any good because if you can't see it until you're upon it, then you're way too close. That's, That's well, true. Well, maybe, yeah. But, I mean, there are some minimums that they the, the dive flags are supposed to maintain. I, I, and good boaters are supposed to be on the lookout for that stuff. And I am. That's why whenever and, I'm down in that area, again. But a dive flag doesn't protect you. No. Uh, it's only as good as you are. So... Despite the fact of having a flag and following the rules, as a diver, you also have to just pay attention to what's going on and assume that there might be some boaters cruising atop of you that don't know what a dive flag means. Oh, it's Van and Halen. They're listening to Van Halen. Diver down. I love that album. But uh, they, they could think that indeed. And uh, you have to listen for the motors and things like that and, and just keep your wits about you if you hear a bunch of motors that's probably not a good time to pop your head uh, above the water and, and go hey i'm here 
and that and that's where as a you know. responsible boater you should be aware of those areas if you're making that that journey that these areas tend to be more heavily populated dive sites so that you can make proper adjustments to your course especially yeah if you're running autopilot well um, and, and if you do pop to the surface or you're you know you see a dive boat and you're cruising by and all of a sudden they're giving you a uh, hey you're number one salute type of thing they, they're probably not fans you're not doing something correct so take that for what it's worth more coming up on the world of boating you're listening to the world of boating radio network even keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain fork wielding fijian assassins it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up killed or worse Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hey, boaters, you know there's a lot of things to consider when you're out on the water. But what about when you want to jump in it? Well, like for a snorkel or even a dive. That's just one reason why you, as a boater, should be a member of Divers Alert Network. DAN is your dive safety organization. However, many of the benefits you get from being a DAN member go far beyond in-water activities. Just by being a member of DAN, you get access to 24-hour DAN travel assist. This program provides evacuation assistant coverage up to $100,000 when you travel over 50 miles from home for both diving and non-diving injuries. When you consider it's just 35 bucks for individuals and 55 for entire families, it's kind of silly not to be a member of DAN if you like spending time out on the water. There's many more benefits, way too numerous to list here. So go to dan.org and get all the info. Whether you're into diving or not, see for yourself why it makes total sense for every boater to be a member of Divers Alert Network. That's dan.org. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast scooter everyone's counting on you when the Titanic was sinking, the captain stayed on till the very end. Yeah, well, I'm no captain, okay? I'm the other guy who dressed up like a lady and snuck into the lifeboat. I'm ashamed, but alive. Now let me go. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Oh, I'm feeling mighty sick. Heaven, help me. Heaven, help me. Take this stranger from my boat. This is the World of Boating. Greg, you're a first mate. That's me, Captain Patrick, in the studio. And then we got Barry the Boater, Captain uh, Rusty, and even Bill the Engineer rounding out the uh, crew today. 
All right, so I guess we've covered the dive flag thing. We haven't covered that in a while, so it's good to get that out there and make sure everybody's, you know, uh, behaving properly, whether you're a boater or a diver for that matter. But uh, Barry, the boater, you know, he usually is my boat guy when I'm diving a lot of times down in South Florida. And uh, you've had to deal with this dive flag things many times in the past and even kind of, I don't know, educating some of the other boaters that didn't really know what the dive flag meant. Am I right, Barry? Yeah, well, we had an issue one time when I took you diving. Right. Um, You know, the rules of the road are is that you're supposed to give way to boats that cannot change course easily. Mm -hmm. But when you're out there with a dive flag, the boats are supposed to give way to you. And we were out of the major channel, but you were close to it. We were diving. And if you recall, there was a ship coming out, a cargo ship. He decided to aim right towards me. So I called him off on the radio, told him I had divers in the water. He got ticked off and had the Coast Guard come out to talk to me. And if you recall, you popped up. I told him I have divers here, and you guys popped up just as the boat got there. Yeah. And I said, hey, what are you guys doing here? Oh, we're just seeing how many lobster you got. And we didn't know there was a big uh, thing going on. Well, what did the Coast Guard say to you? No, they they said, uh, I told them I had divers in the water. I contacted the ship. I was not in the shipping channel. And uh, they said they understood. And they had just come out because the pilot had called and said, you know, the divers were in the wrong place. But we weren't. GPS proved it. Yeah. So uh, basically, Coast Guard sided with Barry the boater because he knew yeah. the rules of the water. Well, what happens with, you know, those the container ships like that, you know, it's like trying to stop a train. Right. You know, so... Uh, any amount that you can shave, um, especially coming out of a channel like that. Yeah. And if you have a pilot, uh, a harbor pilot that knows the water and knows the channel and knows that he can go, you know, a half a mile, you know, outside the channel and make his turn a lot quicker. Um, who's to say he's not going to do it? Boaters do it um, all the time. Um, in fact, that's how uh, Marlins pitcher uh, Fernandez got him and his two passengers uh, wound up dying is they tried to make that the approach to government cut um, inside and ran up on the jetty, um, killing yeah, all three they of them. Miscalculated. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it was. I I think I think that they just didn't realize the jetty was there, and I you know daytime you can't really miss it, um, but at nighttime running plus. Um, toxicology uh, so i'm not saying anything that isn't a matter of record um alcohol and cocaine in the system although his lawyers are alleging that he was drugged um and he wasn't aware that he had ingested cocaine um (laughs) as you sometimes are the vessel is responsible at all times Uh, yes well they're also saying that he wasn't at the helm that it was one of his passengers but you know, FWC, when they did their investigation, the way people were thrown uh, from the boat, you know, they got a really kind of accident reconstruction and put their best guess to it. And it was his boat and he was seen driving the boat. And but there's a lawsuit by the two people that were on board with them by their families against Fernandez's estate. So, of course, his lawyers or the lawyers for his family are saying, no, he wasn't at the helm. And. Uh, somebody spiked his drink with cocaine and he wasn't aware that he ingested cocaine, even though that they were at a river or waterside bar. Can and they do that? Drinking. 
That sounds more like a roofie kind of thing. I I don't. You know, there's this thing about $15,000 was missing from a duffel bag that supposedly he had in cash because he was going to pay. I saw that movie. Right, right. And and also, he's coming into the inlet slowly. Or coming in at oh speed. no they they were yeah. they were hauling and that's right he 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 didn't stay to the outside he tried to make the turn in too early and wound up on the rocks you know and then he even had um, uh, Marco Rubio uh, our Republican state senator try to blame uh, the authorities that maintain uh, the jetty there and it wasn't properly lighted no of course it was. Of course, yeah, all, all those buoys are lit up, and if you know which buoy's which, you can tell by the lights how far out you are. Yeah, the thing is, there's a difference, uh, and Barry, as you well know, and Greg, you've been out on the water enough, as Rusty has, and, and Bill as well, there's a big difference between when you head out in daytime and how different everything looks coming back at night. Yes, it's way darker. <laughs> <laughs> I heard heard Bill laugh. I heard Bill laugh for the second time. I heard it. That was rusty. Yeah, it wasn't because it was funny, though. It's because now I know that you're going to yell at me that I'm being too loud. (laughs) (laughs) He knows Because I gave you specific instructions today. Which was, I forgot. Don't say anything stupid. Ah. Well, here you are. It's just what I do. Not paying attention. Yeah, well. It doesn't matter. We've wrapped it up. We've read, we, we, we got through the entire show, so it, that's all that matters, right? Well, having, having Bill on for 30 seconds was excellent. Well, just to laugh. It's a good use of my time. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> we'll see if we can repeat it next week. So uh, until wait. then, <laughs> whether it is sail or motor, remember, life is better. Better. As, as a, a boater. boater. Yeah, they're so enthusiastic, this crew. Safe boating, everyone. Don't tip the boat World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.